Grab your mug and take a chug He's about to spill the tea Saucy chatter on subject matter It's just between you and me Sit on back and hear him yak It's gossip to a tea It's cup of joe Cup of joe Hi everyone and welcome back to Cup of Joe A podcast about all things I'm obsessed with From Real Housewives to RuPaul's Drag Race and so much more. Plus, the candid celebrity interviews you won't find anywhere else. I'm your host, Joe Drake. And this week is extremely special to me because today's guest is David Burka. He's an actor and a professional chef. He recently released his book, Life is a Party, A Guide to Cooking and Entertaining. He is also a father of two 10-year-old twins, Harper and Gideon, And he recently celebrated his 17th anniversary with Neil Patrick Harris, six, almost seven of which have been as a married couple. Please give a warm welcome to the Cup of Joe podcast, Mr. David Bertka. Thank you so much for doing this. It means the absolute world. First of all, are you in LA? No, I'm in New York. Oh, I'm just down in Hell's Kitchen. Are you guys still in New York? We're pot, we're in Harlem right now, but we had to uh, the Hamptons tonight after we picked up the kids from school. So, oh, that and then you'll pick me up on the way. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so nice. So, how long have you been doing this podcast? I just started in February. Get out. Yeah, I needed like there was a lot of a lot of random downtime in COVID, and I was like, I need to put my energy towards. A project and I have been thinking about okay. doing this for like the last 10 years so I'm like maybe I'll dust that idea off Night, why not yeah why not wait yeah. before we before we get into our chat how are you post-surgery I'm good I'm good you know it's been like uh you know it's like I got it February so February 1st so it's been you know a couple of months and yeah uh, and uh it's fine I'm you know I'm still pretty uh I'm still pretty sore from uh you know all of this scar tissue and all the years built up so I've been getting a lot of acupuncture and massage and stuff so that's been helping but still I think I got I got my COVID second vaccine on Tuesday and that sort of like flared everything up so I'm a little more tight oh it did did you have side effects from the the shot I didn't. I, you know, I, you know, it was interesting because Neil, when we both got COVID the first time, Neil got really sick and I really didn't get that sick. And uh, the second shot we got on the same day and he got, he got super sick that night in the morning. And then I didn't feel, I felt run down towards the end of the day. So my body right. was like sort of playing catch up. But other than that, I felt fine. Like I what? COVID what? really didn't affect me. And the, we got Pfizer. Pfizer. I got the Johnson and Johnson and I had um some side effects the night of and that was it. Right. Well, I'm just feel so glad to be, you know, vaccinated. Yes. Oh my God. Wait, but okay, so the videos of you in the hospital when you were <laughs> like I wasn't sure if I if I should have been mad at Neil on your behalf, but you seem to take it so. I mean, I thought it was hilarious. 
there is a whole unedited version. I can send it to you. That gets okay. pretty dirty. Oh. Like I, I exposed my my chest, and I was talking about a sponge bath, and then one of the doctors who was super hot, Stop. his name was Matt. I was like, it, it goes. I can send it to you. For the oh funny. my god! But yeah, there was a there's a whole unedited director's version. <laughs> were you were you mad at Neil for posting? No, no. I actually just went it's to so look at it. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. No, it's ahead. so interesting because I'm five years sober. So for me to look at myself like that is like funny. Like I don't, you know. Yeah, because that was not the, not necessarily the most sober. <laughs> I was so high. I don't even remember it. I literally do not remember taking that at all. And he showed me afterward, and it's hilarious. Yeah. I thought it was funny. No, it's hilarious. I just checked it before the Zoom just to see. It has over a million views. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. Wow. I think it just crossed a million. You went viral on, on uh, morphine. <laughs> <laughs> But everything's so fine funny. now, post-surgery, aside from COVID stuff? Yeah. In terms yeah, of your healing process? Yeah, you know, it's I got so fat during COVID, and then my my um, my surgery Same. didn't help that because I couldn't do anything. So I'm, like, in major fitness mode, like, intermittent fasting 16 to 18 hours a day. And eating Are you healthier. really? Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's, uh, you know... I, it's a really fast way for me to, to, to drop weight. So you don't eat for either 16 or 18 hours. So you like, if I didn't eat last night, at like seven 30, I can't eat again till around 11 30 or, or 12 30 or one 30, depending on if I'm going 16 or 18, 18 really makes a difference. But, but literally I can only drink black coffee or green tea up until that point like the earlier you eat in the in the evening the better it is okay but then sometimes you eat too early and then you're like oh my god i'm starving it's it's nine o'clock i have to eat something but i've always wanted to do this but i i have like a blood sugar thing where i need mm -hmm. to eat every like few hours do you drink coffee i do i am try right it. now try because coffee works but you can't drink anything in your coffee. It has to just be black. Well, no, it's black. There's no sugar. Oh, no, yeah. Well, then you'd be fine. Try it out. And if you don't, you know, the first three days are tough. I have to say the first three days of getting over that hump of like not eating sugar and intermittent fasting. It's, it's like, it's, it's, you want to die, but right. you can get through it. And, you're, and, and after that, you're fine. Yeah. Cause I definitely gained more than just the COVID-19. Like... <laughs> It, it went to like COVID-30, COVID-35. <laughs> I was like, we need to wrap this pandemic up because. <laughs> I know. And now it's like summer coming and Neil and I are doing an event in May, May 20th. It's like a poolside sunset cruise no. uh, thing in Miami. And I'm like, oh shit, I've got, I'm going to have my fucking shirt off. Like, and I'm going to get photographed with it. So I need to get it's my the, shit keep gathering. Yeah, it's either intermittent fasting or a caftan. <laughs> <laughs> Which that would be cute. I, you know what, a friend of mine, I had actually <laughs> redid our house and he did a lot of the interiors with me. And so we bought a lot of fabric and there's this tiger. We got this really cheap ass bench, like on Wayfair, and we covered it in like this tiger, beautiful tiger print uh, fabric. And so we had a bunch of extra fabric and he made this giant 
Caftan Tiger. Stop. This big giant tiger print caftan with like this collar. It's this beaded collar. It's ridiculous. That I can't sounds wait to perfect. Bring it out the yes. How was mm-hmm. uh, COVID with the family? Like being quarantined. Just- interesting. You know, it was, you know, over a year ago, right before spring break, I was supposed to go do the Disneyland food and wine festival. Mm. Uh, and we were all scheduled to go and everything was shutting down. And And I remember, I mean, my kids were so excited to go. It was going to be me and them. And Neil was shooting The Matrix in San Francisco. So he was supposed to leave as well. So we're all supposed to leave on Saturday. And then the day, because and then I decided, I was like, I can't go. Like, I can't go to Disneyland when this is breaking out like crazy. No, so right. They ended up canceling it. And then Neil, his, they, they canceled uh, shooting on Matrix. So we ended up just staying. We moved into this new place uh, in East Hampton this past year, like April 1st. So without Neil there, it, we, I would never have gotten anything done. Like, so luckily we spent most of COVID just nesting and redoing interiors and waiting for fabric and recovering things and, and, uh, and hanging art. And it, it, it's amazing. Like people that come to our house are like, wait, how long have you lived here? Right. It seems like we've been there for about five years now, but it's not. It's just- well, that, that's sort of the perfect time to start a new house, right? It was, it, it was perfect. It was absolutely, it worked out so well for us. Because we also got COVID early on, so we felt like it wasn't that big of a deal for us. Right. We felt sort of indestructible um, because we had it, you know, early. We had it in early March, and then oh. we did our house in April, uh, May, June, all through, all through, you know. The kids just went back to real school February 1st, like the week that I got surgery. So right. uh, they went back to real school, and they're, they're in actual school school now so that's you know, great we're back in the city on the weekdays and then the weekends we go out east uh and sometimes i you know lately because of all the spring planting and stuff like that i've been doing a lot of the the planting for summer so uh so i've been out there more than usual which is nice so nice. nice did you and neil know that you had COVID in early march or did you just think like we have a bad flu yeah well he came back from san francisco uh his first round and I think he got it there or on the plane and then he sort of gave it he gave it he had it first and then I got it five days after and then my daughter got it three days after me and my son got it you know a day after my daughter so we all we all had it it was Neil had it the worst I was scared because we didn't know at that point like well yeah this was was. day one kind of yeah and we weren't and we weren't like we were very quiet about it we didn't want to like tell the whole world you know no Cohen style that we had it like like, who cares like it's it's like um so we uh made sure that just to keep it secret and just make sure that we are all good and healthy before he even came out for us yeah good that's great yeah my boyfriend was in australia in the end of february and flew home and was sick and we joked at the time, we're like, don't don't bring back COVID because this it like hadn't technically hit the United States yet. And he was like down for a week. He never got a test. We just assumed now in hindsight, it definitely was. Wow. Did he have so, the antibodies? Did he get the antibodies test? Um, yeah, he did. So I guess that kind of confirms it. 
Wow. Did you get it? Did you ever get it? I did not get it. He stayed oh, away great. from me. We don't live together. Oh, wow. So I was like, I'll see you in a week. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No kidding. I would so, say. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So I want to tell our listeners our connection. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So this is why I'm so happy to have you on. So David and I are from the same hometown. David and I went to the same high school. What year did you graduate? I'm not Nine. trying to age you. I'm just... <laughs> no, no, I'm old. Uh, 93. I graduated from Plymouth Town. 93. Okay. And I graduated in 2004. And I, David and I are like theater geeks. So when mm-hmm. I was in the theater program at high school, all I could hear about was this guy, David Burka. He lives in New York <laughs> City. He's a Broadway star. So me being the theater geek that I was, the one part of the story I forget is who put me in contact with you because somehow I got your phone number. I'm was sure it, you it don't remember. My, it wasn't through my sister? Mm. No. Was it, it through? So, it could have been. I also could have, like, this is back in the day, I could have, like, sent you, like, snail mail, or I don't know. I feel like it, I, I feel like it might have been something like that, and then someone called to verify it. Yeah. Was it? Because the I next thing I know. I know I, we ended up, like, hanging out. Yeah, well, we had a phone conversation, because I called you mm-hmm. for advice, and I was, like, this nervous 16-year-old kid, and you were <laughs> so nice to take my call. You were walking the, a dog at some point, I remember. Yeah, vividly. my dog said. Yeah, for sure. And you were just giving me advice on like college and New York. And a few weeks later, uh, my friends and I went to New York for spring break. You were in Gypsy at the time mm-hmm. with Bernadette Peters. You upgraded our seats. I did? I don't know if you remember that. You did. Oh, nice. Good. good Which good, was good. great. You took us backstage. You gave us a tour. You introduced us to Bernadette Peters in her dressing room. Oh, get out. Yes. That's so crazy. Like you gave us the full VIP treatment. And just when we thought it couldn't get better, you then took us out for drinks and we went to Vintage. <laughs> do you remember this? I, I do. I do because um, uh, because Neil was making a joke. He's like, oh, you're hanging out with a 16-year-old? That's a little shady. <laughs> Well, that, that was, was literally one of the first nights that Neil and I first started dating. Yes, yes. So yeah. that was exactly 17 years ago because we were at Vintage and you were like, Jeez. this guy that I'm dating is going to join us. And you were just very whatever about it. And Neil walks in and you guys just sort of were so lovely to me and my friends, picked up the tab. And it was just like my first great New York memory. Did you take any of my advice? Was it terrible advice? Or no, actually, you know what? I was just thinking about it this morning. You told me specifically about college, and I've actually stolen your advice and given it to other people. You said oh, it doesn't nice. it doesn't really matter where you go to school. Just go and get a good education and like continue on afterwards. Because I think at the time and still to this day, people are so concerned about like the prestige of the college or like what the name is. Right. But like, if you can like go and just like focus and like study what you want to study and then like take that and run with it, it doesn't really matter where you go. It's true. Cause like, you made it. Look at you. I mean, thank you. It's true. You're doing great. No, I'm, I'm very happy with what's going on. So this is again, very full circle. I've interviewed you and Neil before, but 
being able to tell right. the story on this podcast is like 17 years almost to the day because it was April because you and Neil just celebrated 17 years together. We did April 1st. Yeah. We started our first sort of date. Yeah. Do you, crazy. do you guys celebrate that over the wedding date or what's the deal? We tend to celebrate the day, the first date, you know, the first day we really got together, April 1st, April Fool's Day, more than we celebrate. Like usually we'll make a bigger deal out of the day we met as opposed to our wedding. Like we'll go out to dinner for our wedding night uh, and we love presents. So we get presents at a drop back, like right. presents all the time. Um, but we, I think because of being gay, I think, you know, you've got the gay, it's like gay years, like dog years. Yes. It's like 17 years is way more impressive than the the six that we were were married because we weren't allowed to get married for such a long time. Right. This was back in the law. Yeah. You guys started to think that that was not long ago. Absolutely crazy ridiculous because technically you guys have been together since 2003 yeah yeah. you know like it i mean obviously the marriage is amazing and it's a beautiful thing and we have the right but i do agree with the gay thing it's like my boyfriend and i have been together almost a year now and but i'm like considering like all the time before that uh right you know what i mean like i don't know it's like almost like the day we met is more of the anniversary it, it, in a way. It, I think it. I think it. 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 It gives more weight to it. You know. I yeah. think it gives more weight. The longer you are in a gay relationship, it's <laughs> it's a lot more so, uh, of an obstacle, right? Right. Absolutely. Speaking of you being in Gypsy on Broadway, do you miss Broadway as much as I do? I do. I do. You Isn't know, that I had horrible. It's horrible. I, you know, and it's, it's, it's been sad being in the city because, you know, as much as I love going out to eat, you know, Neil and I were talking about this two nights ago. We were, remember when we had all those galas and events and Broadway mm-hmm. openings and shows and dinners and, and now we're like, okay, well, we're going to watch, what are we going to watch tonight? Like, that's our big night. Like after we put the kids down or I'm right. going to go to bed early. Like it's not, it, it's not about that anymore. So it's, it's interesting that, New York is such a, it's a sad place. It I is. mean, it's not dead. It's not no. dead as a, a lot of people say it's dead and it's not dead. But it's, but on the other hand, it is sad because eating out's not the same. Going to no. the theater's not the same. There's not events anymore. There used to be something every night. And, um, and I do miss that. Like I do, I'm waiting for it to all open again. I think it's going to be great. And I do miss, I do miss doing theater too. I mean, I, I came to a realization during COVID. I know a lot of people have had a lot of aha moments and life's too short. And what do I do with my life? Like, I, I think I need to sort of put the cooking aside for a while. Like okay. as much as I do love it, I think as a vocation, it's not for me. Like I got into cooking because my mom died and I didn't want to deal with rejection of of auditioning for stuff I didn't want to do, but in my soul, in my heart, I'm an actor. And, mm-hmm. you know, I do miss acting and acting on stage and acting in TV and movies. And I've sort of been putting myself out there more that way than I have, you know, I was supposed to do a cooking show for, for Food Network and it was like a four part series. And I just said, I can't do it. I just can't make another chocolate chip cookie or <laughs> right. roast chicken. It's just not, for me, it's not, I feel like it's not really making a difference 
in my life. I need to do something that really makes me happy. No, I so get I'm, that. I'll be happy when Broadway's back. You know. Yeah. Do you, you said you and Neil were talking about like the galas and the events and stuff. You guys actually missed that part. Cause I would imagine that gets somewhat tiresome. I mean, going to well, the theater, yeah, to, I, you know, but the events and like the sort of like having to get dressed up often. Well, I it, do, there, it, it's a, it's a, you know, you want what you can't have sort of situation. I think like true. when we're doing it, it's like, oh my God, another one of these, how many like, <laughs> award season and gala season is crazy. We try and pick and choose you know, three of the top of, out of the 20 that we get invited to, we try not to keep, we try to juggle as much as we can um, and try to pick and choose. But, um, but it does, it does. I mean, every once in a while, it's nice to do that. Like now that we haven't done it in over a year, it's, it feels like I miss it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm in Hell's Kitchen and on 52nd street. And I met, there's like that, like, as you obviously know, that hustle and bustle that like bleeds over from Broadway yeah. that just isn't there right now. You know, like ev everyone would sort of come to the restaurants or the bars afterwards, like we did 17 years ago. <laughs> and that just okay. is not a thing, which is sort of like, and as someone that loves the theater so much and to have that be sucked away from New York since last March, it's like, I feel like I'm living in a the twilight zone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I, I think by the fall, things will start getting back to normal. Yeah. I hope. You know, fall, early spring, maybe. I don't right. know. I, it's I know. so crazy. I have family that wants to come in the fall and they're like, well, we want to see a show. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I can't tell I you for sure that that's going to Yeah. I mean, it could be creeping open, but it's not like we're just going to walk in to see whatever we want. I'm thinking spring. I'm thinking it's going to be another full year. Okay. I'm thinking it's going to be another full year. I could be wrong, but I think they have to be. I mean, there's ways to do it. You know, you could rapid test everyone before you come to the theater. That just sounds crazy. It just sounds crazy. Like. You can barely scan all the tickets. Early to right. get a seat, you know, and then. But they can't, they can't do it where they can't space people out. There's no way to make money. There's absolutely, you have to fill the, the seats in order right. to get, to make your, you know. Right. They're doing it in other parts of the world. Our mutual friend, Charlie Williams, is in Tokyo doing um, Frozen right now, setting Frozen. And he, I, I think he did it in Australia. So it's happening, yes? Well, there are a lot, of, there are, ahead of us like i know australia there's no mask right? yeah like, true they, right they've got I mean, it together it right they shut it down the country no one in no one out and and now look at them it's, they're totally back to normal right completely back to normal although you have to like quarantine for 14 days if you're coming from another country which makes complete sense but complete sense i loved following neil's uh instagram videos while he was quarantining <laughs> in canada <laughs> He, I was, know he worked for four days. He worked for stop. four days and he had to quarantine for 14. Isn't that insane? That's insane. I mean, I totally support it because I think it's the right thing to do in terms of like getting to the end of this. But I didn't know he was working for that short a time. Yeah. And had to, I mean, it's sort as much as I support the um, quarantining for 14 days, I mean, it does uh, sound and look like hell. 
to have right? to be alone and like I mean I know we have like we're doing now we have zoom we have facetime we have all of these things but boy oh boy you're stuck with nothing to do right like yeah, can you not even go was, for a walk no he couldn't do anything that he was he was so stuck inside his it was he, oh. no joke. he wasn't allowed to have a maid service he wasn't allowed to have that like, go outside luckily he had like a little balcony but right canada is no joke canada has been serious about this right wow i can't believe yeah. it um so you guys are going, what are your uh, summer plans after this? Just Hamptons or what's going on? Oh, well, it's, everything's up in the air. There's a possibility uh, we might be going to Australia, <laughs> which is the city of Australia, for two months, but uh, nothing's set in stone and it's for a job. Uh, so uh, I can't really talk about it because nothing's right. announced, but it looks right. like we'll probably be there for mo- most of Jul- June and July. So we'll probably just be back in, in you know, East Hampton off for August. Uh, but we usually do a lot of European travel and stuff, but I don't think that's going to happen this year because we'll be in right. another country. I know. But, uh, and- that's sort of our plans. I mean, we, we really don't have anything else. Um, I've got a couple of shows that that are on, are on the block right now that I'm trying to pitch and sell. Uh, I was supposed to be filming one right now, but then Netflix did a bunch of uh, reshuffling and I got dropped, unfortunately. Oh. But uh, but we're trying to do it. We're trying to make it. We're trying yeah. to, you know, uh, work through all this stuff. It's been difficult. You know, I, it, what's not been difficult is my husband. He's he's the only actor, it seems like, during this COVID time that has shot three movies. It's incredible. Oh, you really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he shot uh, he shot uh, Matrix, this Nicolas Cage movie, and then this uh, this other movie for HBO Max, um, the Christmas movie. Wow, crazy. that's yeah. crazy! But thank God, I was actually just watching a movie last night, gearing up for the Oscars this Sunday because I like to watch all of them. You know, to know oh, what's yeah, going on. What is? What are your picks? What are My your favorites? Pick, I love I Nomadland. The only one I haven't seen is Judah and Judas and the Messiah. That's what I just watched last night. It's fantastic. Where did you stream it? I thought you couldn't stream it anymore. I rented it on iTunes for $19.99. Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Great. Nice, um, nice, nice, nice. Good. It's great. Um, but it, it reminded me before I get into our, uh, our picks, because I want to know what you think. I was like, is anyone filming movies? Like, what are next year's Oscars going to look like? You know what I mean? It's going to be interesting. There's only like four big block, but four or five big blockbuster movies coming out this year. Right. And one of them's the Matrix. And uh, and I know that Lana Wachowski is very, you know, because HBO Max bought all of Warner Brothers, so they they said they're going to stream it all on HBO Max. But she's really upset because. I cheat, you know, it should come out in the theaters. You should see Matrix in the movie theater, right? No, 100%. And all of these 100%. movies. You should not watch it on a tiny screen or no, iPad. Forget no, it. No, forget it. I mean, even some of the movies that are nominated for the Oscars this year, I was like, this would look gorgeous in the movie theater. Nomadland. Nomadland, which was my favorite. Gorgeous. Like, yeah. I wanted to see that on the big screen, you know? I think that was my. I think that I think that deserves best picture. Yeah, me too. I really do. I really do. I think it's great. Who's uh, your pick for best actress? Because for me, that is like a total 
crapshoot. It's Francis McDormand. I, I as much as I love Francis Francis McDormand, and I think she does a great job. I recently just saw Ma Rainey, and I really think that mm. Viola Davis's performance is just phenomenal. Phenomenal. I think it's just like where she goes and where she pulls. Like I feel like Francis McDormand didn't have that much to do. Like it was a very right. quiet living performance and very her. Like it, you right, know. Right. Right. Did you like Andre Day in Billy Holiday? I, did, I didn't love that movie. I didn't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't believe it so much. I loved. I loved Ma Rainey way better. I thought the writing was better. I thought the performances were better. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't love the me. movie so much. I thought as a whole, it was like eh. But her performance. She was like, I don't care how this movie turns out. I'm giving it 150%. Yeah. You know? I mean, who knows? Who knows? I, I thought Riz Ahmed for The Sound of Metal was insane. I think Chaswick Boseman was going to win. But I right. think he, watching his performance in Sound of Metal was like watching a documentary. It was, it oh. was mind-blowing to me. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I'm assuming you and Neil prefer to watch at home, ha- him having hosted in the past it's like probably nicer just to like kick back in the pajamas yeah it's there's something fun about going out and doing that i mean the night of the oscars that he hosted was so crazy insane uh it's you know a lot of work for him and 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 honestly being an oscar host is so the show is only good as its movies are and so it's it's a tough tough job and that year the movies will crap so he got <laughs> slammed unfortunately but i you know i was really proud of him and i think he did an amazing job but i much prefer watching it at home neil actually this year is host is hosting the uh elton john aids um uh, viewing party so oh, okay you know, he's he's done all of his work already so so it, it's more of us just watching at a table that's um, fun but we'll be on separate. He'll be in the Hamptons while I'll be in the city with the kids. So I don't know how that's going to work. It's going to be, we're both going to be watching the oh. screen, but then watching on a screen. It's right. I need to, I need to figure that out. So <laughs> Wait, since you brought Elton up, I have to ask as a little boy from Canton, Michigan, would you yeah. have ever thought in a million years that Elton John would have performed at your wedding? <laughs> I would I would never. I mean, I do have to say that as a little boy in Canton, Michigan, I had bigger ambitions. Like I knew there was something bigger for me than just Same. being canceled. Like I knew that I need to get out of this place. Yeah. I knew I'm gonna go places. I knew I'm gonna be successful, but at what point I don't know I knew that I was going to have kids I was going to be married and that I was going to live a a different uh lifestyle I knew right I knew that in my heart but for as in terms of Elton John you don't really it doesn't really sink in until you're at his breakfast table uh, overlooking all of Nice and you know you're having coffee and and breakfast while you know he's telling funny filthy stories like it's 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 very weird like the first couple of years was pinch me but now now when we do it because we 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 go visit him in nice every summer um it's just family he, right. he's like family to us so you know our kids call him uncle elton and uncle david and 
And it's their, you know, they've grown up with Zachary and Elijah there as their sort of cousins their whole life. They've yeah. known them their whole life. So it's, it's a weird, it's a weird experience, but it's, uh, there is it's a time weird. where it shifts when, I mean, I, I don't have friends as famous as Elton, but I have some friends that are, you know, famous, but you know, it, there is a point where it shifts where it's like, this is just this person. They always have been, but like, it becomes like, you don't really think about it anymore. You know? Right. It, 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 the first couple of years was a pinch me moment of like, oh my God, I'm actually sitting with Elton John at his breakfast table or I'm on his private plane or whatever it is. Like, right. And it's, it's insane. But then you're just like, this is, he's a normal guy. He's a, he's an awesome dad. He, you know, happens to write some of the most iconic music ever. <laughs> yeah, he just happens but, to, right. <laughs> but, but, you know, that's his life. That's what he does. Wow. I wasn't going to ask it, but you brought it up and I wanted to know just, because it's, it's, it's crazy, but at the same time, it's, it's normal, you know? Right. Um, right. You and Neil co-produced this amazing documentary called Wid that I'm obsessed with. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, I'm so glad you saw it. Oh, I love it. I've, I, I'm actually going to rewatch it this weekend because it's been a while and I've seen it like a handful of times. I love it. As a drag queen enthusiast as I am, <laughs> and I know you are, are you and Neil going to be watching Drag Race tonight? Yes, of course we are. It's, it's, Hello. It's, you know, it's so funny. That's one of the shows that we watch. We have, uh, a handful of shows that we watch with the family. And that's one show. I mean, being gay parents, I think the fact that we watch Drag Race as a family is so wild. But our kids love it. The kids, no, love, the kids love the the runway the most. Right. Uh, uh, and they don't like, they don't like Untucked because it's just mean spirited. Uh, but, but yeah, of course we're going to, of course we're going to watch. Who's, who's your pick for, for the winner? Well, I I was Team Simone the entire way through, but I the last couple of episodes, I'm convinced that Gottmik is going to win, and I'm equally as happy. I I would be the same. I you know I've met Gottmik a couple of times, and, oh, okay. and he's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. He's good friends with um, one of our best friends, Willem. Uh, oh so, yes, and and so we've crossed over, and and I would be so happy if he won, but. But also if Simone won, that'd be awesome too. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. They're so good. Amazing. I, they filmed it on, uh, in the LA theater, like they normally do. Um, oh, really? I, that's what I heard. So I'm hoping that we get some semblance of a normal finale tonight. Oh, well, I'll be, I'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> I, I'm assuming you and Neil watched Drag Race UK. No, we don't. Oh. But I hear this past season was amazing. David, that is I'm your next, out. that is your next binge worthy. You guys are going to die. Really? It's so it's so good. It's, I would venture to say, and I've said it on this podcast before, it's my favorite <laughs> drag race season of all time. Really last season. UK. Of UK season two. Yeah. It just, it was like the perfect assemblance of a cast and they're all just like a little bit more ratchet and a little bit more like they need to like piece things together. They're not as like polished as like the New York and LA Queens are these days. So like, there's a little bit more like grit there that just makes the show just pop. But we used to like what drag race used to be. What right. We really fell in love with it. I think that there is a missing element to all of that. Like the early seasons of drag race are amazing. 
I think amazing. You and you guys uh, guest judged one year, didn't you? We did. We guest judged uh, season five, the year Bianca won, and uh, and and uh, we. It was it was a wild experience. It was really really crazy. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're, I love. We're still you go- friends with Bianca. I just we we're doing an event with her in Miami, May twenty second for uh, South Beach Wine and Food Festival, and she's hosting a drag brunch. We're uh, what the three of us are all hosting it. So um, wait, is this where you have to get fun. your bathing suit? Is this the same event? Yeah, the <laughs> night party. The night party is in my bathing suit. Oh my god! So we're god. hosting a, a Soho House uh, uh, sunset cruise party at night. But the morning we're doing a, a drag brunch. This is so fun. Wait, so okay, you can wear your bathing suit for the night party, but then for the drag brunch, wear your caftan. I'll wear the caftan. <laughs> that's a great I idea. I can print whatever you want. <laughs> oh my God, that's gonna be so good. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on and doing this with me. I know you're busy. You're a father of two. You're you've got your hands full. You're going on a yacht. You're gonna wear a caftan at a brunch. I mean, you've got you've got a lot going on, David. <laughs> Who says I'm going on a yacht? Oh, it's a cruise. It's it's, it's oh, on the I, rooftop of the Soho House, but they're we're calling it a cruise because it's like uh, double entendre of like gay cruise as opposed to oh even cruising. better. Got it. So, so you'll like be cruising in your ba- in your bathing suit after your intermittent fasting is over. <laughs> I hope so. I'm going to try it. If I can get the weight down. Yes, try it. You definitely I'll try, try it, it and I will let you know. And I hope I don't pass out. <laughs> I, I hear it's know. like the best way to sort of drop the, the LBs, you know? It really, it, it really is. Yeah. It, it's just a matter of like not eating, honestly. Right. <laughs> But uh, but it's actually so super healthy for you. I mean, you're, that's what we're supposed to be. You know, we're supposed to feast in famine. That's how we're supposed to live our lives. You know, right? Totally. How, but yeah, give it a try. I will. Well, you know? now that we're both vaccinated and New York gets back to normal, I hope our paths cross and we can. Yes. We can't yes. go to Vintage because it's closed. It's now Atlas Social Club, but we can go somewhere else for a drink sometime. I love it. I love that. That'd be yes. fantastic. Well, have a great good weekend. You, Joe. Yes, thank you thank so you. much. And I'll talk to you soon. And good luck. You All bet. Right. All the best, man. Bye, babe. All right. Bye-bye.